What does your truth look like for you? And are you living in your own truth? The ability to step into your truth holds the space for true freedom. Ain't that the truth? No, seriously, though. (laughs) It is. It is. And honestly, we couldn't start this episode with anything better than that. Like, what is truth and what does that even mean to us? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, this means everything to everyone because this is what you're searching for your whole life. From the moment you're born, you're trying to, you know, find yourself. You're trying to build yourself. You, When you meet somebody, you're trying to um, see the things that are relatable between you two. But how do you know anything like that without being comfortable with who you truly are? Yeah, and it all leads back to you. It's funny because we always look for truth in other people. Mm-hmm. And that's something that really gets in the way. Yeah, and not even just other people. I've... I've, I've I've really just been around a lot of people in a lot of different phases of their life and you'll you'll really try to find truth in different like things that you do you know you think you're it's associated with your hobbies you think it's associated with your religion you think it's associated with your like relationship with your family but the truth is your truth creates all of that yeah it's all perspective your truth is very individual to you so let's talk about awakenings and truthfulness and stepping into that power because I feel like those are the things that really correlate to one another because people who have spiritual awakenings they they say that they step into their truth they're living in their truth so let's talk about it what does it all mean right (laughs) so what is a spiritual awakening in your in, in your own words me I think it's exactly that the ability to finally see things for what they are the maya what we call in yoga completely falls off or the mask or uh the imaginary uh scenarios they Mm -hmm. completely dissipate they disappear and you for the very first time can see your life in truthfulness in wholeness yeah yeah how i picture it is like you know when you wake up in the morning and you wipe the crusties off of your eye that's literally how i picture having a spiritual awakening like or like kind of like you said um offline you you know when you just wipe the fog off of the mirror or like just you know things like that i think it i think that's like the simplest way to picture it you know and it's not this like huge i mean to some people i that wasn't my personal experience but i don't think it's this like huge like unveiling you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's not like a caterpillar turns into a butterfly that's Mm -hmm. that's how it feels Mm -hmm. every time but i personally have had several you know i i have i go through my phases of spiritual awakenings like you have to unlock this to feel this and you have to unlock this to understand this yeah um but some people, I mean, I've heard people have like really like crazy experiences or just like really weird encounters in their life and it wakes them up. Like I've heard that too. Yeah, I think, and, and thank you for sharing that. And I want to know more mm-hmm. because um, there is no right or wrong to a spiritual awakening. Most people that have had a spiritual awakening come from trauma. Mm-hmm. Most people are so far away from themselves. They're literally at the bottom And they're so, again, far away from themselves that their only opportunity is an awakening. It's a shift. It's a perspective. 
um, and they enter into almost a new dimension. It's almost like a new way of living. The Matrix. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it really is. You know, I'll tell you, for me, my personal experience and my awakening came from the worst time of my life. Before that, I thought my life was perfect perfect Mm -hmm. i thought i had everything that i wanted i thought i had everything that i need yeah i knew that there was hard times yeah i was you know riding the different waves of life but i thought i had a really good life yeah until the worst (laughs) happened and then it was just a very defining moment i'll never forget it um but i was in my spare room and i was you know sitting and at this point i was trying to meditate and I was trying to do this yoga and I just kept reaching for all these different tools and I for the very first time saw my life for what it was Mm. and it made me so sad but then it made me so happy and I think that's truly the best way to explain what a spiritual awakening feels like like I think that moment when you're truly truly just okay like with just that have you ever felt like that peace Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it's not that anything changed. Like, it no. might be a fire outside. Yeah. But you truly feel like, I'm okay. I'm okay with what just happened. I'm okay yeah. with my past. I'm okay yeah. with who I am at this moment. I'm okay with where I'm going. Yeah. And I'm okay with where life and the universe and God's plan has is going to lead me. Yeah. You know? And and I think that's tr- Every time I feel like that, I'm, I you know... I start to see 11-11 more. I, see, I start to... All the other things that people associate with yeah. the spiritual awakening, you know? That yeah. all happens, but that original, like, like that click, that, like, oh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm better now, you yeah. know? Um, that's really how it feel, feels, exactly what yeah. you said. For me, it was definitely um, a defining moment. Mm-hmm. It was... Talk about it. What was the experience, yeah. if you don't mind? No, absolutely. I love talking about it. Um, I, but just to, before we get to that, you know, you're <laughs> saying 11-11, and I just want to honor that, um, cause that really landed so nicely in my heart. Um, that's beautiful because mm-hmm. that is confirming that you're on the right path. Yeah. That is, this is, these are the signs that the universe gives us to continue letting us know I see you mm-hmm. keep doing what you're doing mm-hmm. um, and I look out for those too me too so um, my spiritual awakening it was a very defining moment um, like I said I just saw things for what it was I was in a relationship that wasn't working I was in a career that I thought made me happy but it didn't I saw myself sad and I would say somewhat depressed. Again, if you would have asked me prior to that, I would have said, I'm the happiest person ever. You know, I was the most talkative person in a room. I was the person that people waited for, you know, before the party got started. But I think a lot of the problems were very internal Mm -hmm. to the point where I didn't like myself that much. Mm-hmm. And this defining moment happened and this shift happened where I realized I know nothing and I know everything and I'm fine. And everything that is currently happening in my life, what you said, peace, man, I wish peace for everybody because it is joyful. Mm-hmm. And 
you don't have the anger and the resentment and you literally make peace with it all yeah and i was able and that was the strength and that gave me the ability to just move forward with my life not knowing what shape it was gonna take not knowing what i was gonna do for work right not knowing anything right and i had this sense of stillness this sense of calmness this sense of knowing that it was all gonna work out. And I love that. I, I wanna kinda backtrack a little bit because you said that you reached for all these tools. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that people are really misled about. Um, especially, you know, our audience is full of like yeah. entrepreneurs and creatives and some really badass people, yeah. you know, but it's hard to keep badass people grounded sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, we look for tools that we want to supposedly rely on, you know, but none of it really works unless you, unless you really truly you know, connect with it if it sits well with your heart and your passion and your desires and just your journey and where you're yeah. you're at. And I think where those two things align mm -hmm. is where the spiritual awakening is for whoever I feel. Yeah. And um, and I will add that you don't need these specific tools, although yoga and meditation and reading and doing all the self care. Uh, truly saved my life and completely propelled me and it helps you maintain afterwards yeah. as well yeah. yeah it is like your aftercare yeah um, it completely you know helped me a spiritual awakening can happen to anybody mm -hmm. and they do not need to be doing yoga they do not need to be doing any self-care because a spiritual awakening is a shift in the mind it is that one defining thing that happens to you that completely changes your mind people say that they have awakenings uh, in near-death uh, experiences mm -hmm. because they finally see life and it's not even you they just see life mm -hmm. for what it really is before mm -hmm. my spiritual awakening I have flowers now I water them I you know I talk to them I show them love before that I would walk all, you know around a bunch of plants I didn't care I didn't see them I didn't mm -hmm, see mm -hmm. I didn't see the world and the things around it for what they actually were. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm just more conscious. Yeah. I have this awareness. I have stepped into this almost new paradigm where things are alive mm -hmm. and they're vibrating and they have purpose and they have meaning. And, and that is the awakening yeah. where you now have purpose and you realize that everything around you has purpose. And just to give this one more note um you step away from the ego yeah you step away from i want this and i want that even people in meditation you know it's so crazy i taught a meditation class today and i started it with that okay we're about to meditate but can you shift your perspective in i want to feel good i wanted this and mm -hmm. i want to lose weight and i want to um not have anxiety and i want to have the perfect life and just be in a state of receiving yeah be like let me see what this experience has to offer me actually do you experience life mm -hmm. or does life experience you like mm -hmm. this is another opportunity that you have to experience an awakening i now when i wash my dishes mm -hmm. i now i'm very conscious of like this is what i'm doing and if my mind ever goes anywhere else i i laugh and i chuckle mm -hmm. because i'm like I love that I'm this awake, that I understand, that I have this ability to understand that I have now moved away 
from the present moment. Mm-hmm. And this is joyful. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess this is why there's a flip side to this. You know, this you make it sound so beautiful, girl. <laughs> you make the spiritual awakening sound like the best thing in the world. But there's yeah. like really there really is a flip side to it, yeah. you know. Oh, there and, is. And and you know, the the fact of the matter is like, you know, as much as you're going on your own spiritual journey from day to day, yeah. um, the down and the upside of it is all a part of it. And the yeah. pe- and people's reaction to it and the universe, though and everything around you is a part of it though it's none of your business and i think that's that's the part that yes. people really like block their blessings from like yeah really like and i, I made a little list yeah of, go ahead. like things to look out for during a, a, a awakening yeah period okay so it's okay to feel misunderstood absolutely you know a lot of people are not going to understand first of all as soon as you hear say spiritual anything people are like whoa what like, yeah you know yeah and i think we need to not um, worry about that. Like, I think if you truly feel like you are in a spiritual awakening, it does not matter. It really doesn't matter whether you really are or you're really not. It doesn't matter if someone believes you or not. It doesn't matter if someone's cooperating with where you are right now or not. It doesn't matter if the situation that got you there is still there or not. Like, yeah. and I think that's, that's like, fin- like, that's like one of the biggest lessons I've learned. Like, a lot of us tell people each other you know stay positive um you are what you attract yeah all these amazing quotes Mm -hmm. which are wholeheartedly true but what we fail to explain is like the tangible part of it which is things around you may not change immediately mm-hmm. you have to change you, oh, it's you 100%. you know like yeah. yeah and that's why i really appreciated what you said at your, in your yoga class yeah like are you experiencing life or is life experiencing you that's yeah. really the flip side like yeah if you if life is experiencing you, give it the best experience it can have. You yes. know? If 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 you're experiencing life, you're kind of on the receiving end. Yeah. You know? And then that spiritual awakening, listen. Yeah. And before you go with your list, you know, just to add to that, um, your truth is very individual to you. And I just love that you mentioned that because yes, hashtag that's truthful. Mm-hmm. It is the truth. Whatever you believe, it is true for you. It doesn't yeah. matter who believes you or who you need to prove it to. And people who are walking this path of a spiritual awakening or whatever they want to call it, they no longer care. Mm-hmm. They just are. Mm-hmm. And they have this energy and they emanate this energy where they can say whatever it is mm-hmm. and it does not bother them whether people believe them or not because your truth is a very individual to you. So, mm-hmm. And you did yeah, also exactly. mention um, something else that's on my list, which yeah. is the ego. Um, that's uh. a big part of, like, again, blocking that spiritual awakening, blocking your path to a better perspective of yourself, your life. And I think the ego is just full of fear. Yeah. You know, and that that feeling of not knowing is what keeps you away from... Away from yourself. Yeah. Away from everything that is potentially truthful. Right. The ego is that... Even the things that you want. Like, you're truly scared of the things that you want when you... Once, if you haven't gone through the steps of actually feeling like... You're scared of the thing that you want 
the most. Right. And I know that when I, when my soul is going to shift, it is so scared to do the things that Mm -hmm. it's about to do. And we'll get to it. Mm -hmm. But like my past life regression, Mm -hmm. I almost chickened out of it Mm. because your soul knows when it's ready to step up. You cannot control it. It is, it knows when it is time to grow. Right. And it does get scared because we all want to stay where we're at Mm -hmm. yes we love change and people think that you know change is good and we hear these quotes and you know back to all the cliches but the real hard-hitting truth is you don't like change Mm -hmm. you don't want to change your partner you don't want to change your career you don't want to move you don't want to do these things because in your mind it is hard Mm -hmm. and you don't want to do that hard thing Mm -hmm. so the soul wants to stay you know so it's, it's a very it's very complicated. There's a lot of layers to the whole thing, but and that brings me to number three. Yeah. Um. With with that being said, that complicatedness will always be there, yeah. and I think like <laughs> like don't be so hard on yourself when when we say spiritual awakening. Like one day you really may feel like your whole perspective on everything changed, and one day you may not. Exactly. And I just want to point that out because you know exactly. what I have come to realize that again. I know nothing and I know everything. Right. And that life in general is very erratic and yes, unpredictable, you know? Yes. And I know sometimes, okay, let's give you something tangible. Mm-hmm. Think about the person that hurt you. Mm-hmm. Think about the person who left you. Mm-hmm. Think about the person who harmed you. This person, you may never have the ability to pay them back and that is okay because they are living in their truth and they do not have this awareness that they even did anything wrong right and when you think and again about, that's none of your business and uh, yes mm-hmm. because there's three things here mm-hmm. there's your business <laughs> everyone else's business and god's business right right so stay in your business right let, let him handle that yeah and don't worry about what god's business is right and i actually heard this in the podcast i was uh, listening to oprah and she interviewed um brian katie i mean she is amazing and this is what she talks about and she talks about the only thing that you need to worry about is your own business mm-hmm. stop worrying about somebody else's business mm-hmm. and don't even get into god's business because if you sit here and you start thinking, when is my mom going to pass away? When is this person, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you start having these bad things and these bad dreams or these imaginary things that are not happening. Anxiety. Exactly. This mm-hmm. is what it causes. Mm-hmm. When you think about other people and why did they do this and they hurt me so bad and God, please don't take away my sick kid or whatever it is. It's so devastating to talk about because only you know your own pain. And then you live in that pain. That yeah. becomes your true reality. Why? Because what <sighs> you think and your thoughts become your truth. Yeah. It is all how we exactly started this podcast. Yeah. Your truth will set you free. And if your truth equals, I'm sad, I'm in pain, everyone hurts me, this is all saying, I am the victim. Mm -hmm. Keep hitting me. If you walk around like you are Beyonce, people will treat you like you are Beyonce. (laughs) Simple as that. Yeah, and it's not not that you're trying to be Beyonce, you're trying to be anybody else. No. It is just... What is this is what worthiness is go back to the couple of episodes that we spoke about worthiness about abundance about just 
holding yourself to your own accountability and knowing that you are worthy and what you have to say matters mm-hmm. and you matter and the reason why you are here in earth school is to learn yeah like school yeah yeah this is that's the, where i graduated from. yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the purpose of us being here right. and to take this a step further brian katie i'm just giving her all the credit she made this really beautiful point and it's and she said you know everybody wants to go to heaven everybody wants to go back to source or whatever religion you believe in mm-hmm. but if you died and you took your thoughts with you mm-hmm to heaven right where would you be right and if you took those back to earth i was gonna say if you if you took those thoughts with you would heaven even feel like heaven it wouldn't be yeah it wouldn't so when you really think about things like that this is where the shift happens this is where the aha happens like oprah likes to say but yeah these are the ahas and we're constantly learning and we're constantly shifting our perspective and we're constantly stepping into these new dimensions and these new consciousness and and ways of thinking because it is time to shift Mm -hmm. it is time to step up yeah and i this is why i truly love this podcast and what we do and and just even the continual conversations from the people that listen because this brings me to the next part of my list like when you are going through these things or when you truly desire to find yourself you desperately want to avoid small talk you know just like that just like that chitter chatter that yeah that you know, who's talking about who and just like the regular like routine life stuff, the weather, like no one wants to talk yeah. about all that when they're when their brain, heart and mind is all aligned and you're on your way to something huge. You know, yeah. it's that breakthrough that that yeah. breakthrough is never going to happen th- with distraction. That's, yeah. that's a fact. And I like that you said breakthrough. That yeah. goes so hand in hand with what we're talking about. It all encompasses each other. A spiritual awakening is sometimes very hard hitting. It is sometimes very complicated for people to understand this shift or how you're completely different. Look, in all honesty, if you would have met me, you know, four years ago, you would have been like, who is this person? Mm -hmm. I was a completely different person. I smoked cigarettes. I drank way too much. (laughs) I wore the shortest, you know, dress I can find. I um was busy af you know to the point of i didn't know what was going on around me i just (laughs) kept being busy and busy and and i did do the small talk and i was Mm -hmm. you know putting on i call that performing yeah i was performing yeah i was performing Mm -hmm. i was the clown i was performing for everybody Mm -hmm. and anybody that would clap right and then I changed. Right. It changed. Right. It changed me because right. you see things for what they are. And for anybody listening out there, they may be like, well, Melissa, how do I get a spiritual awakening or how do I get to do these things? And there is no to-do list. Like this stuff just happens. Your soul knows what it needs, when it needs it, and it'll shift when it needs to. But if you do want a step-by-step, the number one step I would say is understanding like strive to understand if you can strive to understand yourself and this is why i really made this list like if you can strive to understand the erratic uh you know emotions if you can strive to understand that you're performing when you when you don't want to be somewhere but you're making yourself do it if you strive to understand things from that perspective you get closer and closer to your true self yeah 
And then a lot of people think that's just what you have to do. You don't have to have small talk. You don't have to perform. You don't have to explain yourself. You yeah. don't have to. You don't. <laughs> like, you really don't. Like, you no. don't have to stay at the job you don't want to do. You don't have to do anything. No. You're not going to end up in the street. You're not going to end up... You have... A, even if you don't have the, the, the ideal support system of family, of of a friend, good friends, of uh, a relationship, whatever you feel like a support system is, you have yourself and the yeah. instinct that you were built with. <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean? And you have whatever the source is that you're connected to. So yeah. you, if you can't step out of the little things and pay attention like to the details, yeah. you can, if you step away from the picture, you can see the big picture clearly. Yeah. You know? And, and I say that with so much like conviction because I think before, I guess, my versions of a spiritual awakening, I really, truly felt like... Like, you really do feel like your everyday life will always be your everyday life. Now, I look at my last week and be like, whoa, like, so much has changed. And, you know, like, I always strive to have control over everything, for example. Today, I'm just like, I don't control anything. Like, I don't control anything. I truly, all I can do is put out what I want to, to get in, get mm -hmm. out of it, you know? And that's it. And so do you feel like you had a spiritual awakening? Yeah, so I just feel like every once in a while, I can't even give you like a time period, but every once in a while, I go through a different version of what I call a spiritual awakening. So I think my very first one, as of, at a very, very young age, I was... Um, how was I? I was like the end of elementary school. I know that sounds like really, really young, but for some reason at that very point, nothing dramatically wrong happened, but I was the kid that wanted to impress everyone, my parents, my teachers, my friends. I was the cool girl in school, the this, the that, the this and that. And then one day I, um, so, you know, I come from Muslim background. So one day I literally threw on um, the hijab and um, it was just really interesting, everyone's perspective. Like to me, it was like the right thing to do. Um, not because my parents forced me or whatever, but that's just what my, what I was taught the religion was, was, was teaching my religion yeah. was teaching me so when i did that people's perspectives was so like so different from each other you yeah. know what i mean like my parents would be like oh you're too like surprisingly my parents would be like oh you're too young you should take that off enjoy yourself and then the people in school because i went to a muslim school for elementary school they were just like oh um, wow, like, you know, like, she's trying to, like, show off, like, you know, that she's better or whatever. Like, it was just, like, so many different, like, emotions and, and, and people being triggered that I really did something for myself um, that I thought at that point was the right thing to do. And all I could look to at that very, it was a very lonely moment. Like, you know, I didn't have anyone's support. I didn't, which, when I, when I did something that I thought would get everyone's support. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I think at that point I was just like, I don't have, I, I like, I couldn't find a connection outside of myself. Mm -hmm. So I really started to look for the connection with inside myself. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I mean, I, and I, it's, it's interesting cause I don't even pray every five times a day today right. but at that point as a young girl i literally prayed every day and felt every single movement i felt every single guide like i wasn't afraid of anything anyone like and this and mind you this is around september 11 yeah like you yeah. know so it's it was just like if, if i really felt empowered and strong mm -hmm. and i really didn't care like i didn't care about 
anyone. Like, I, didn't, yeah. I literally didn't get, like, I went from, in, within a day. Like, yeah. within one decision. Yeah. And it wasn't because of the scarf itself, but it was just, like, I think that was just whatever you want to call it. Universe, gods, whatever. Like, it was really that their way of showing me that you can't please everyone. But if you do something that you truly felt was true to you, that's you, your truth. It, yeah, it'll guide you. It'll yeah. guide you. And though I didn't wear it for a very long time, that period of time, like, is always kind of a, a, a um, kind of like a, yeah, it's kind of like a, a benchmark. If I'm like, if I don't feel this good, yeah. and I did at that point, <laughs> yeah. then I'm doing something wrong, or right. I need to reconnect, or, you know, whatever. So that was my first experience. Yeah, it's like a breakthrough um, almost, too. You yeah. Know? And I like that you mentioned that, you know, because we all have breakthroughs. We yeah. all have those moments, mm-hmm. defining moments where you're just like, oh wait, I see things from what they are now. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that feeling of wholeness that you got connecting to God and praying is connecting to you. Yeah. Because you exactly. are exactly and you But are that's really source. what's because that at that point yeah. my solution was okay, nobody on the outside is supporting this. I'm going to go. I'm. I did it from something that happened inside of me. Yeah. Let me. Con- let me stay connected to that. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't feel any. I didn't feel lonely, scared, anything. I yeah. really was. Just, I felt really good. Yeah. And even when I took it off, it just felt like it was time to. Like, yeah. It was just another part of who I was. And, yeah. Um. Yeah. It was just. It's just it, that. That was just one one time that I can tell you. But I've had the same experience with, yeah. like. I could even tell you a story from like my career path, which I've told yeah. you the story time and time again. But like two mm-hmm. years ago, I was that person who lived on a timeline, five year plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I by this age, I want my show. I want this. I want that. Like like I couldn't, I couldn't even think outside of myself, let alone look at you know my competition. It was just like I need me, 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 me. Like it was just a lot of that. And then again, like us as creative women, entrepreneurs, whatever, whatever, whatever resonates with you, like it's hard to ground sometimes because you're yeah. so you're so connected to whatever that goal, that yeah. big picture is moving to you. fast. <laughs> yeah, and I think when like when I hit rock bottom, you know, because I get, got and lost my dream job within five months. Um, I really realized how, like, again, it goes back to you cannot control. You can't, you have no control over anything that happens. All you have control over is your perspective and what you do with it. Yeah. And, yeah, every time I feel like that I, and I feel that, like, reconnection with the deeper inside, like, strength, that's what that's what I call a um, spiritual awakening. Yeah, I love. I love. I know I just rambled, but I was just like, yeah, like it just looks. It can look like all different. Yeah, it can look like all different types of things, and it could look like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You could also just wake up and feel good. (laughs) Yeah. I think you know the biggest takeaway here is to always self love yourself, to do the things that your soul is searching for, to sit with yourself, ask yourself these hard questions, Mm -hmm. catch yourself when you're going into the present. Sorry, when you're going into the future and into the past and ask yourself yeah what am i thinking about yeah how can i come back to this present moment and i want everyone including you holla Mm -hmm. myself and everybody listening as you finish this podcast and you go about your day catch yourself Mm -hmm. when you're not in the present moment Mm -hmm. and you'll start seeing that it's a lot yeah you'll start seeing that you're working out and you're thinking about oh my god i forgot i have to call a client you're gonna be (laughs) thinking oh my god i got you know i'm somewhere else doing something present and this is the part where you can really grow the mind and step into the subconscious and have that awareness more Mm -hmm. and more and more 
So with that being said, I'm going to finish up this list. So Do you it. can, you know, just be aware of when you are on your way to a spiritual awakening. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, just kind of not deter because a lot of it, it can be deterring. Like, um, especially when you don't know what to pay attention to. So um, you'll also lose relationships to clear space for n- new ones. Yeah. Like you said, with your ex or whoever, like, yeah. you know, those people that don't support your your new found confidence or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, they won't be there. Yeah. And you have to be okay with it. Yeah, absolutely. That's just a natural process of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, these people will just fall to the wayside and that's yeah. fine. And it's not their fault. And don't hold any resentment towards anybody that doesn't support you or that isn't there. Whenever, whenever I meet somebody and they don't really... Uh, support me or I feel like they don't get me I just always take a step back and I say okay I understand their perspective I feel bad that they don't um they can't see what I'm trying to do but it's no big deal mm-hmm. it's yeah, you no just big you, deal I mean don't even There's, feel bad because you no. truly can't connect with everybody yeah. like not and everybody's for you yeah and I don't even mean like oh I internally feel bad yeah. I just feel like I want them to do better yeah and that's it I yep. move forward So the next one is expanding your consciousness will allow you to serve others, which is your main purpose of life. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Um, I love this writer called um, Young Pueblo, Mm -hmm. and he talks a lot about Vipassana. He talks about his own awakening and how he was on the floor overdosing and he had this inner, he had this outer body experience where he felt himself dying. And he was telling himself, like, no, mm-hmm. I want one more chance. Mm-hmm. And he came back to this life according to what he experienced. And he went to Vipassana, which is a silent meditation. And when you do these meditations, everything comes up. Mm-hmm. He wrote this beautiful book. And it just all goes back to knowing who you are, mm-hmm. remembering who you are and leading with that Mm -hmm. but also stepping out of yourself too because again like like um this one said it's just the purpose like what are you here for you know what i mean you're truly not here just for yourself like no you know and that and that's the thing it's like writing a book being of service Mm -hmm. you know potentially doing a podcast Mm -hmm. being a wellness advocate going out and you know teaching whatever it is that you're teaching yoga whatever it is even if it's you know being a supportive friend Mm -hmm. this is community this Mm -hmm. is being of service when you realize that your role is not just for you it has it's not defined by your job and what you do with it or Mm -hmm. even the money that you make people are so attached to money that they make Mm -hmm. but it's really the lives that you impact yeah for me i can make zero dollars but if i know that i made 200,000 people happy for even a, a moment I'm gonna choose that over yeah. the million dollars and, yeah. I, and that that's truly what my heart my heart's desire is yeah. to just connect with people so yeah the ego <laughs> that ego takes a back seat yeah and you no longer see things for I want this I need this I want you just you just don't no you don't And now, you know, when you do have this spiritual awakening, I feel like there's always going to be a sense of mourning, like, for a little while. You'll always miss, like, maybe the fun you had when you were this bad, horrible, annoying, (laughs) whack person. Um, But also, I feel like when, when, when you, you, 
when you are on this path and you want to stick to this path um and when you're trying to follow the spiritual awakening into your next phase um the best way to do it and it's what we preach all the time is just truly self-care and self-love Oh, yeah, 100%. And it is like... Create rituals, literally. Yeah, yeah creating rituals. It is like, uh, you know, a, a person died because, mm-hmm. you know, that's exactly how it feels. You elevate, you shift into a new paradigm, and you are completely a different person who cares about way different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was just... <laughs> talking to my best friend Hanifa three days ago and you know she invited me to a club you know I didn't go <laughs> and I just wrote back I was like don't you miss the Melissa with the leopard jacket right. and the and the Henny bottle and she's like yes please bring her back uh-huh. and, um, and it was just funny but it's sometimes you know I smile because I think back and I'm like I really was that person right and then to be this other person because it is another person who just 180 you know Mm -hmm. i don't drink i don't smoke i live this life and i'm just i'm good Mm -hmm. i'm good on you i don't care if my (laughs) hair is done i don't care if i wear the same top for two days like i'm good i i now um measure my life based on the people that i impact Mm -hmm. and that makes me so happy yeah. yeah. So with that being said, you know, this is the part of our questions. podcast. <laughs> we ask the real hard-hitting questions, like, does Melissa twerk? Oh, no. God, no, please. <laughs> I will no, but I really do that. have a real one today. Okay. Um, so this past week, you actually did something really, really cool, and I want to hear all about the experience. You sat with a shaman. Oh, yes, I did, I did, I did. And you tried to get in touch with your past lives. Oh my god, yeah. I feel like, honestly, we should do a whole uh, episode on past life regression. This is what a past life regression is. But in order to fully explain what a past life regression is, we really have to understand people's perspective and what they think the soul is. Mm -hmm. So for me, in my perspective and in my opinion, I believe that the soul lives many lives Mm -hmm. and that sometimes the reason why we're hurting here on earth is because of our soul's past lives and the reason why we have fear in this life is because our soul's past lives so um yeah i contacted a really good friend of mine allison charles who is an amazing shaman and she walked me through this shamanic journey into my past life what did that look like well i was laying on a bed and i was really still and it was very meditative she was drumming she rattled to clear some energy and she simply just guided me to it the rest happened on its own the images and the stuff that I saw happened on its own and I really want to clarify that because when I put it up on social media I got so many people that messaged me and they were like oh is this a lot like uh getting read or like readings or do you believe in that like do you believe Mm -hmm. that work that's the one that I got Mm -hmm. so beautiful I love her to death she's my student but it's no wonder she's in the medical field Mm -hmm. so yeah somebody from a science background is really gonna ask what 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 is that look like and does that really work and she truly didn't understand that in order to understand what past life regression is i need to understand your perspective mm-hmm. somebody like potentially my sister who's religious she doesn't she would never do a past life regression i was because, surprised that you did it actually yeah <laughs> i don't know why i just felt like 
you're just i mean though of course you're all about the universe and yoga and stuff but you're a very like you know in your day-to-day you're very um solid in yeah. in just like I don't know. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, like and, and I do know what you mean because yeah. I, this is this next thing is going to answer it. Right. I got somebody else who, you know, we started talking. I got literally, like, I think it was, like, 40 messages. And in one <laughs> of the messages, people were very drawn to why did I do this? What is it? How do I do it? And, you know, they wanted me to pass along their information. And in one of those, I got that um, somebody was like, yeah, I don't want to know. Um... I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. And, and that was the whole point that they were like, oh, like, that's cool that you did that, but I don't want to know. And here's the thing. I didn't do anything because I wanted to know. Yeah, I wouldn't think you would want to know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never go to a reader and be like, I need to know my future. Please tell right. me. I would never go to, you know, somebody and be like, I want to know anything. Mm-hmm. I was curious. Mm-hmm. I was very curious the reason why I did Reiki healing, you know, Mm -hmm. was there any blockages? I'm not, I don't think so. (laughs) I just wanted to experience and being in the wellness industry, we start hearing about all the stuff that's coming up. I just heard about this meditation called HAR, H-A-R, that I'm going to be potentially starting next week. It's 40 days um, and you do this meditation at seven minutes and you do this stuff with the mudra. I'm going on and on and on, but this is why I decided to do past life regression. I was very curious and to add to that, I know that my soul lives past lives. I have confirmation in this life, in my dreams, in how things show up for me, in how I know that I'm not working through my problems, but I'm working through the problems of not only my parents and their ancestors, but my soul's past. Mm-hmm. So what did you yeah. learn? What did you find? <laughs> Tell us who you were. Oh my God. Okay. So... It's so funny because I was, as I was in this meditative state and I was like looking through everything, I found myself, you know, so through the shamanic journey, she's like, okay, look to the right. This is the place where you're at. And I'm reading, it says Germany. And I'm just like, fuck no. What do you mean Germany? I'm Hispanic. Like, please put me in Brazil somewhere. And I'm like, it's like it's okay. cold over there. Yeah, it's cold over there. And, you know, as I'm traveling through this time, um, Again, I just want to make it really clear that the shaman is only guiding you Mm -hmm. to where you're going. You come up with these visions um, yourself. I ended up in the 20s as a nurse, white woman who was taking care of all these sick soldiers in war. Hmm. And I was in a war zone. And I remember... um, in my past life, when I when I got there, I remember it was very gray. And the reason why I knew it was like somewhere around the 20s and, you know, uh, way back when was because of the outfit I was wearing. I was wearing a pencil skirt and the little top hat of the <laughs> nurse. Um, and the reason why I know there were soldiers is was because, you know, they had their uniform. Some of them were missing uh, limbs. And I'm sorry, I don't have anything beautiful to report except that in my past life, it was very sad. Mm-hmm. It was a very abusive. It was very um, dark. Mm-hmm. It was uh, full 
this room was full with men and for whatever reason i was the only female maybe that's why i'm a lesbian <laughs> like, uh, these guys yeah um but yeah i traveled back into this place and i remember just being full of fear mm-hmm. uh, but that also may very well be why you're so adamant about your journey towards happiness and freedom so yeah. i mean in today's life you yeah know? i did this and at the end you make the own you make your own connections mm-hmm. everything clicked i literally mm-hmm. got off of the you know she walked me out of the journey and i was like wow this is why i do this this is why this happened like you just start making sense of it because your soul just like your body just like your tissues just like your dna it holds and it stores everything Mm -hmm. it just like your brain your brain stores all of it all of the memories that you've ever had from birth to now whether you remember them or not they're in there they're in there you know what's actually really funny and this is just how we can close this because this could just be silly me but i found it so interesting that you just said that you were um a woman a white woman in her 20s i was a white <laughs> because before you went on the journey you went on your instagram and you put um you announced that you were gonna do it and the filter you used was a 20s style woman yes and i love that you made that correlation <laughs> because the shaman uh, messaged me and she was like mel did you realize that you used this filter? Right. This is so beautiful. It's right. just like, again, ding, ding, ding. All right. the dots connecting. All the connect. signs, everything. Yeah, all mm-hmm. the dots connecting. Um, but yeah, That's that was so my funny. journey. It amazing. was amazing. It was awesome. I'm super excited that we actually touched on a lot of the stuff that we did, the spirituality, mm-hmm. the truthfulness, the walking this path, the self-care, the love, the spiritual awakening. It's so beautiful. It's so necessary. Please be kind to people. You don't know what the hell they're going through. Or what the past life was. Yeah. Because <laughs> according to me, I was a freaking woman that was getting bullied by all these people. But you know what? Just one more connection. Mm-hmm. It's no wonder that my dad was in the military, and it's no wonder that I married somebody that was in the military. Wow. So, yeah. Because that just felt, that probably just felt so familiar to you. Like, yeah. That's amazing. So, yeah. with that being said, you don't need to ask me a question today. <laughs> and um, we can wrap this up by exactly what you said. Be kind, be true, and really, really just walk in a, a space of purpose. Because the more you walk in a space of purpose and really, truly go with whatever your instinct is, the closer you'll get to your spiritual awakening and with that being said any other topics you guys want us to discuss thank you for all of you who stay in touch and everyone who continues to listen tell a friend to tell a friend keep catching up we have a bunch of episodes now we're pretty lit out here okay so um if you have any questions make sure you follow us on instagram at halamarak at cb yogi at the badass Bootcamp, and um that's it i think um we can wrap that up I loved it. Namaste. Namaste. Bye.